Hello, uh, it's Viva United and in today's podcast we're going to be d- discussing Wednesday night's game where we played Sheffield and we won so handsomely 3-0. Uh, we're also g- going to be giving our views on who we thought man of the matches. There's a fairly good clue there, I think. One of the players who has he turned a corner. We'll discuss that in a little bit and that's Martial. Uh, we'll also dis- be discussing um, the new partnership in midfield, uh, how that looked. Bruno, Pogba, Matic, is it our best midfield? Um, and we'll also um, be discussing the Norwich versus United uh, FA Cup game this weekend. And um, I'm just going to be ringing Greg up so he can come on. This is Phil speaking. And uh, hopefully, once we've got him on, ring him up now. He can come straight in and speak to us. Hello. Hey, Greg, you all right there? How's it going? How's it yeah, going? yeah. And it's a bit of a strange uh, podcast this morning because, you know, at the end of the day, we've got to face up to the fact that um, our um, beloved uh, um, Liverpool have finally won the Premier League. I don't know what uh, your views are on that, Greg. Uh, that was painful. To be honest, I've been you know, taking the mickey out of my, some of my Liverpool friends for years <laughs> and they've all crawled out of the woodwork this morning and last night. Uh, I had one lad this morning leave me seven voicemail messages <laughs> singing will never walk alone and all that stuff. And to be fair to them, they've seen us win it for the past you know, two decades. So well, it's the first time in 2030. It's the first time in the Premier League, so we've got to give them some credit. And, and to be fair to Liverpool, and I think we have to be fair to them, the way they've done it, um, you know, is probably the right way. We, we we originally, I think, chose the Man City way, which just chucking money at it, and a combination of bad buys, the uh, new restrictions on on all of the bits and pieces uh, with who you can buy, how much money you can spend, all the rest of it. I think we just end up with a disaster of lots of multi-millionaire players that weren't committed to the club. Yeah, I mean, the one thing you have to say with Liverpool, to be fair to them, is, is he's got them all playing for the manager, hasn't he? he got all, and we all laughed at their midfield when they had, was it Milner, Wijnaldum, and uh, is it Henderson? <laughs> and in the end, they've been quite a good midfield unit between them all, to be honest. Uh, well, and, uh, and I think, well. again, you know, they didn't... I to say that. Yeah, well, and they didn't go and completely waste money. In fact, really, when you think about it, they had to suffer losing two or three of their supposedly best superstar players, Suarez, etc. Yeah, you know, Suarez, Sterling. Yeah, they got the top money for them and they reinvested it in the players and in the it's manager and stuck behind him. So, yeah. you know, congratulations to them for not being, you know, we're all football fans at the end of the day, and although it pains us, let them have a little moment. It, it, it was... It was slightly funny with the the COVID thing. Just for one moment, we thought it was going to be cancelled, but never mind. Yeah. Um, getting back I to, mean, just to just to yeah, apologise in advance as well if I have a Corona cough today. I apologise in advance. No, it's all right. I've had to ring you this morning. That's uh, you know, obviously we live in different towns. You're over at Manchester, just not far from the ground. I'm over here at Blackpool, st- uh, still in the northwest, which is the hub of uh, football. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that. Um, Solskjaer is proving to be that type of manager like Klopp where he's getting a good team spirit first and foremost um, and well, we seem to be more cherry picking the players how much of that is Solskjaer how much is that of that is Woodward but we're not we don't seem to be going spending ridiculous amounts of money each year on players that don't want to come yeah I mean it it was a weird one we had that 
summer or two, didn't we, under Van Gaal and Mourinho, where we were buying these 60, 70 million pound players who didn't, who were coming for the club for the wrong reasons, really. They were coming to get the big payday and the almost down tools, you know, people like Di Maria, uh, Memphis Depay, even Schweinsteiger to some extent. He was a fantastic player when he was younger, but, you know, this was his final little, you know, hurrah at United, and you have to think he only lasted one season. He'd gone straight to America, so he, you know, we we wasted so much money over the years. But it's good to see the players that we're getting in. I mean, yes, we're still paying big money for these players now. We're still, you know, chucking them massive wages. But these are the type of hungry players who just seem like they want to succeed. I mean, well, I remember Maguire, when we were playing golf that time. Um, in Manchester, and we heard that Schweinsteiger had signed, and we're jumping up and down. It was only afterwards, in the clear light of day, we realised he'd had his career, he won everything, he was just coming yeah. here for his pension. And then we got yeah. Di Maria, who obviously didn't even want to be here. He was on his way to um, to France. I still think there was a, I think there's a deal done behind the scenes there where he was Completely probably being yeah. loaned. I think he was being loaned to us for yeah. a year while he went off yeah, there because he yeah. wouldn't uh, do it straight over. But we we missed out on that, and and Falcao was absolutely dreadful. Uh, it always I, I, pains me that transfer with Falcao. Well, it's it a was, shame if we got him ten years it was before. One of my favourite strikers ever. <laughs> but you know, two cruciate knee ligaments, and buying him when he wasn't even fit, he looked absolutely dreadful. I remember John Terry completely and utterly flattening him every single time he got it. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Now we look round, yeah. and we've got some good strikers. It, it, things are looking good. I mean, what did you what did you think of the United versus Sheffield match then, the other day? Uh, well, I'm still not used to the um, uh, the setting where it's almost like a, a friendly being played. I mean, one of the things that uh, jumped out to me was the stats on the p- possession, which we had an enormous possession, which is not something that we're really been looked on in the last few years. Um, I thought attacking <coughs> wise, we looked fast, sharp. Um, I think they need a few games for all those players, particularly the forwards, to start um, hitting the net and 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 yeah. doing it. I still think Rashford's running a little bit down blind alleyways. He's trying his best. It's coming. I mean, last week I was very critical of Martial. Um, Are you willing to hold your hands up now? <laughs> Martial, yeah, it's a case of um, I don't know. Wait and see because is it a false dawn? Do the first couple were were. Proper strikers' goals in a way, um, you know that the, the tapping type which doesn't normally score, uh, but you know the game against Tottenham is completely anonymous. So I suppose it's fifty-fifty at the moment. Let's hope he can come through. Can you can you believe that was the first hat trick since uh, I believe it was Robin van Persie? Yeah, the first hat trick since uh, Fergie, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Fergie, yeah. Robin van Persie. The uh, I think the last one we got was when he scored those three uh, Villa at home. You know when he scored that. Yeah. Incredible volley outside the area to win us, win us the title. Yeah, well, I believe it, that. Is that eight years? It eight is. Years? And I, I remember when you and I uh, and and Eric know the summer and we went and, and watched that first game of the season, and he scored absolutely oh. wonder goal from outside the box. With his left foot. Versus Fulham. Yeah, we were losing one nil, I think, at the time as well, yeah, weren't we? He scored. It was his first goal for the club because we played. Uh, I think we played Everton the very was it Everton the first game with Van Persie. And we lost to. We lost two one. It was a bad mm. game, uh, but obviously he did pretty well then. But uh, I, don't, I must admit, when, when we played Sheffield the other day, I actually thought we, we we looked really good. I feel like that midfield at the moment of Pogba, Bruno, Matic. I mean, is that, that that has to be our best midfield at the moment? Which seems crazy when you think about. Sorry, you, well you just mentioned Bruno again. I have to put his song on. Yeah. Where is it? <laughs> Sorry. 
Yeah, well, know, I, I thought Matic played brilliant. Um, I, I thought he was our best player. Mm. Uh, but it's weird, though, when you think about it, you know, Pogba, Bruno, Matic are saying it's like our best midfield. But then you think Fred and McTominay have arguably stepped up this season and been our mm. best players as well. I mean, what do you do? Do you leave two of your best midfield players out to, just because Pogba, Bruno and Matic are just so... I've always been a great believer in you play your best team. And if if we played well um, you know, on Wednesday night with that team and we did well, then maybe we started our next game. Well, I, I don't like chopping and changing. I mean, to be fair to Solskjaer, yeah. he started with pretty much the same team that we'd uh, played against Tottenham. Um, he just Pop changed it. around a little bit in midfield until he took Matt Tomani yeah. off. But um, again, he's a young player. Uh, and I think he's yeah. going. It was obviously a crowd favourite. It's great to see that he signed for the club as well for a few years. That was fantastic. Yeah. And what do you think I mean, of Pogba I thought, then? I thought, Pogba, I thought Pogba played really well again the other day, and I think he's going to be. He's going to lead to a very extremely frustrating summer for United because I can see probably by the end of the season, Pogba and Bruno will have this fantastic, you know, relationship passing to each other and that creative, that creative spark in the club we've missed for ages, and you can guarantee. The entire summer will be that Willy won't he go with his horrible agent. He'll be trying to get into Real Madrid or back to Juventus, and then it's one of those ones. Yeah, and the trouble know. is with that as well is that even if he doesn't go, he'll come back slightly frustrated because he's not got his money that he wants. Uh, and also, the last two seasons, he's had those injuries again. You know, by, he starts off the league well, gets to whenever it is, October, and then has some sort of injury, keeps him out the whole of the season. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know the uh, the cards are out on on whether or not he's. What did you think? What, what do you think of Greenwood this weekend? This oh, Greenwood's weekend, fantastic! Sorry, uh, he's fantastic. Lost, lost, lost track of the week here. <laughs> what do you think? You think he was good? Oh, I think he's great because even though sometimes he had to play deep and not in an attacking role the whole the game. What I like about him, even for such a young player, he doesn't give the ball away and he fights. He's suddenly put a lot of muscle in as well. He he looks a lot meaner and leaner. Massive, doesn't he? Yeah. Give him another couple of years when he starts, you know, putting the weight on with the, you know, as he grows. Mm. Hopefully, if we can just nurture him, keep him away from injuries, he's going to be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I thought uh, Aaron Wan-Bissaka played well again at right back. It seems to bring a bit more, uh, you know, attacking play to his game. Because I know, I know everyone, you know, on Twitter and social media, they complain about Wan-Bissaka and say, oh, you know, he's. He's just too defensive, doesn't attack and stuff. But to be fair, when he was at Crystal Palace, you know, most ninety percent of their game is probably defending. He probably doesn't get much attacks on there because obviously they're they're not used to you know winning and attacking and having all the possession like, like you know seem like Man United have. But yeah, uh, uh, I thought I thought he played well again the other day. Definitely. Well, I think as well, you know, uh, listening to the stupid comments from people like Sunus and that as well. Yeah. Um, you know it. It, it uh, if I was Wambasaka, I, I would want to try and prove him wrong. So hopefully, yeah. you know, he looks good there. Um, I thought defensively the day we looked sound all the way through. Never really looked like well, they were going to score, did they? Yeah, it's a weird one. Have you seen our stats for almost defensive as well? I've seen some in the past thirteen games. We've scored thirty three goals and we've only conceded three in thirteen yeah. games. Yeah, and you think about it, you know, one was last week against Spurs. You know. We've, I think we've done quite well. I think the problem with United is, is when we do concede a goal, it always it always tends to look like a comedy goal. It never seems to just be like you know someone gets at the edge of the area and just bangs it into the top corner. Whenever we let a goal, it tends to be either Maguire hit, hit Maguire's head, Lindelof's volleyed mm-hmm. it against the back of Van Bissaka, and then David De Gea jumps over the top of it. It's done in the net. <laughs> it's never just a normal goal, and I think that's what makes us seem weaker than we actually are at the back. 
mean, every, every summer we always seem to like United are linked with a new centre half. I actually don't think we need to. No, no. I think well, we've got enough with Maguire, Bailey, uh, Tunzebe, uh, Lindelof. You know. And you've got a defence through the team, haven't you? And that's what I was saying, even Green, Greenwood was back playing uh, right back for part of the game. I mean, just moving on slightly, I've just reading here about Solskjaer and, uh, you know, some of his comments, which I, I, I like, you know, that the, he's, he's just said that Wan-Bissaka is the key to the way we play. So that's what we've just been talking oh, about. So, you know, it's good to see that he's backing him. Um, there's also, you know, he's saying he's, he's, he admits his hurts over the Liverpool triumph and, and challenges Man yeah. United stars. That's so different That's than want. stupid Moyes who came out and, 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 and basically, what was he saying? We, we aspire yeah. to be yeah. like them. I mean, it was, uh, you know, you, Moyes, <laughs> you never understood the, pain, the, the, the club, pain, did he? The painful, thing, the painful thing with Moyes all those years ago was when he got given that job. He stupidly fired all the people who got, you know, United up to that position where they were that. Where, where well, why would you do it? Why would, why would, why yeah. would you get rid of for both of Fergie's assistants? You might want to bring one of your own in, so you you might move one sideways. I don't think we've got rid of either of them. I mean, you know, why could you <laughs> not have three behind three. him just yeah, to yeah. to help him with it? You know, and then yeah, coming on with this that awful nylon tracksuit he used to wear, and and oh, you know, horrible. go out training with them like he wanted to play for them or something. It's absolutely embarrassing. You want your manager there yeah. giving instruction, but you want he wants to be able to delegate to proper people who know how they. You know yourself. I mean, I think it was Fergie that was talking about when he was up at Aberdeen, and what was a guy called now? He who was his like. Um, Second in charge, was it Archie? Somebody, uh, somebody will maybe ring in yeah. or, or tell us whatever. And and he went down to training, and um, he took the training. And then afterwards, he got taken to one uh, one side by this fellow. You can imagine a real formidable Scott, and he's sort of, yeah. What are you doing now, Governor? And he says, <laughs> what, what do you mean? I'm just taking training. You don't take training. That's for us. We do that. You, you, you come in afterwards and give them a rollicking after we've done it. And yeah. He said he learned right from those early moments that the thing to do was <laughs> let let his own men do the training, let the lads get used to all them, but you be the guy they're all frightened of. That's not really that friendly with any of them. You're friendly up to a point, but you've not got your little uh, clique of players that, that that certain managers have, and you come mm. down. And then you do a little bit of a roasting at the end and you get that reaction yeah. from them. Whereas, you know, Moyes wanted to be the mates, didn't he? He wanted to, yeah. you know, he wanted to try and... Yeah. <laughs> those cringeworthy... Th- I know Ferdinand denied it, but those cringeworthy comments about him showing him videos about how to defend and stuff. Yeah. Videos how to defend with Phil Jagielka. <laughs> I mean, he'd, <laughs> yeah, won two, he'd won two European Championships in about, I don't know, 20 Premier Leagues <laughs> and he's been taught how to... To defend by yeah. you know a, a championship um, yeah. level player at best, so at least we've not got that now. When the, uh, and I say getting back to Solskjaer and how we're playing, we're playing good attacking yeah. football. We've got those young lads coming through. We've got plenty of pace again. We've got plenty of invention again. Uh, that's looking, it's, it's, it's going looking well. Really good. I mean, we've got we've got Norwich this weekend in the FA Cup. Mm. Uh, so what 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 would you line up with? What would be your uh, your, your starting lineup, you go for. I'd still, uh, go, I'd still go for the the, the strongest team we've got. We're, we're not going to many games left. They're all fit as anything. I mean, if you're 20 years of age, if you can't play a couple of times a week and, and be ready for it, then, then there's something up with you. We want to go, go and on. win that cup. Let's go. What would you line up with then? What would you line up with? I'd start with pretty much the same team. Um, I don't. 
why change it? Why change anything? Let's put our starting lineup exactly as, as the same against Sheffield. I think I think I think I, I think I would change a couple of things just briefly. I think I, I think I'd have Romero win. I think I'd keep yeah. Aaron Wambasaka. Yeah. I'd keep Maguire. I think this is the game you bring Bailey in for, and then I think you give a, a run out to uh, Brandon Williams at left back. Uh, I think in midfield, yeah, I think you I think go with Scott McTominay. I think you go with Scott McTominay and Fred, mm. and in front of them, I think you definitely have to play one of Pogba or Bruno just to keep that creative spark going. Uh, because, and I'll go into the reasons why that in a minute. But I'd, yeah, yeah so you could perhaps put a Garlo in as well, couldn't one you? Of, could one, you? Yeah, one of Pogba or Bruno, uh, and then the three up top. So did you I say Bruno? <laughs> I think you'd have uh, Daniel James on the right. I think you'd have Igalo up top. And then on the left, I think you'd probably give a run out to either Mata or Rashford again. Maybe Rashford to keep him, you know, keep him fit as you get back into it after such a long injury. I think Rashford needs to... It's, it's almost like he was hit in wonderful form. He's had his injury and he's coming back. You can see he's almost trying too hard. I mean, yeah. that pass that he got... Um, Passed through to him from Martial and just had to cipher it. And it was almost like he was in front of himself. And he just needs well, to, I, I think, learn I think he needs to, to run. himself into form now. I think, mm, I, think yeah. I feel like I've seen a lot of people, um, again, you know, on Twitter and stuff like this, putting the lineups out. They're all starting with, you know, oh, now's the time we do Lingard, Pereira, oh, Massa in midfield. We played these plays, not being tight, we played these at the beginning of the season. It proved nothing. We couldn't break any teams down. And Norwich, you know, they'll have 10 men behind the ball and leave that pookie up top well, on sh- his own. And surely we've got to try and get the, the, the team um, motoring right to the end of the season, you know, and, and hopefully get something yeah. out, out of the way for. I mean, I, I, I just don't get this thing. They must have all been on, on a great big rest like we have. Surely they can, you know, play a couple of games a week, or whatever, or, you know, we mix it around a little bit. But bringing back the likes of, uh, like you say, Lingard and. Pereira, I'd only have those for injuries, really. Or if we, or like the other day, if when we're winning three 0 you can bring a few yeah. on. I just don't. I definitely I don't I, want to go back to that lineup. It's yeah, awful. I don't. I think I think you have to keep one of Pogba and Bruno in. Maybe actually oh God, Pogba, because yeah. he's been injured for a bit. I think maybe you have Pogba at the top of that with you know Fred and Tomani, mm. and maybe give you know give your man a rest for a week and just see what they're. I mean, looking at like the key players for Norwich as well, there's only two really what stick out for me. So obviously Pookie. Up top, he's starting mm. the season fantastically, mm. but I think he's he's kind of slowed down a little bit towards the end. But we'll have to see. Bound to play well against us. to according to the uh, you know Premier League clubs and stuff on there, he's got eleven goals and three assists, so he's done quite well. But mm. also the other person to watch out for is the goalkeeper Tim Cruel, providing <laughs> he's not injured. But you know he always has <laughs> you know a world class performance against United, where he'll save absolutely everything. He'll save the pen. And you can just yeah. you can just be sure if we end up starting that game with Lingard, Pereira, and Mata in midfield, you just know we just won't break him down at all. And I think you just have to play one of Bruno Pogba. I mean, I probably like you said, I probably would have them both on, but I think yeah. in the absolute minimum, you need one of them on. You can't just well, they've go only with... played two games, haven't they? Not even full games yet. So if you're trying to develop a relationship between them, surely you've got to get them both in. Um, and I think someone like uh, um, our friend Bruno, he, he won't want to. Uh, he won't, he won't want to be like on the bench. He demands the, the ball, doesn't he? The one good thing you can say about United at the moment is, you know, we've got a you know, great commanding centre-half in Maguire. We've got two arguably commanding midfielders in Bruno and McTominay who kind of like lead the team and stuff. And then, you know, up top, Rashford is almost morphing into that. You know, that talisman for us anyway. So mm. we're getting these leaders where you need them to be on the pitch and stuff. I mean, you look at 
I was looking at Fergie's last season when you had Van Persie up top. He was you know, absolute. Everyone was in awe of him. Mm. You know, he was mm. our captain. He was our, you know, not a captain, but Rooney was the captain. But those two together were fantastic. And you look in midfield and stuff, and you know, still Scholes and Carrick, you know, still doing a job and stuff. And then you know, you go at the back, Vidic, Ferdinand, Evra, you know, and with De Gea there when he was, you know, you know, just up and coming. So we just had a fantastic squad. And you just hope. That the way it's been, you know, built at the moment, I feel, I feel like we're getting close. You know, we are getting close there. Well, I looked at it and, and, and uh, I looked at and, and saw that, um, you know, that squad, um, you know, particularly when he looked at the bench and the players that, that he brought on, and they were all eager. That it's like they're all bought into it. They're all there. Mm-hmm. If you got if we got Sancho and you know maybe one other uh, in the summer, yeah. we're going to have a belting squad. Yeah, we're not. We, we really aren't a, a million miles away. I mean, I, I generally think what this team needs is probably time. It probably needs a year or two. Rashford, Martial, you know, uh, Greenwood, Bruno to all gel together, get a bit more experience, get a little bit more older. And then I'll tell you what, as well, I've just come up now. Just let's read this out to you now. Just reading this um, live. It's on off the um, news now feed, and it's saying that. Cool. Uh, They've um, confirmed that nine of the academy players will be released next week when the contracts expire. Nice. Yeah, I'll read, oh, I'll, I'll read them out couple. to you. Yeah, there's Dimitri Mitchell. Yeah. He, he was supposed to be one of the next stars. Cameron Borthwick-Jackson. Again, he was, oh, he was, he was he under was Gell, Louis van Gelman. Uh, Ethan Hamilton, Dion McGee, Largi Ramazani. Uh, he was, well, they were larging him up. Oh, sorry. George Tanner, Aidan Barlow. Kieran O'Hara and Alex Fodjetchek or something says they'll all leave at the end of June. But it it does underneath, and this is the football transfer taverns uh, taken, it said there's one notable absentee from the list, which is Angel Gomez, um, which is uh, a lot of gossip on social media. He's been linked very heavily with Chelsea. But does that mean that perhaps we're going to maybe... Signed his contract. Signed his contract to so keep him on. He had a lot of the thing is with Gomez, he had a lot of you know <clears throat> people you know praising him at youth level and how fantastic he was. And obviously he was the, mm. I, I think I could be wrong saying this, but I believe he was the youngest ever player for Manchester United when mm. Mourinho brought him on for those three minutes instead of Rooney. Yeah, uh, and then he's not done anything for three years now. You think about it, he had that Mourinho second season mm. and then Ollie's first season and halfway through this one. You're getting close to three years now. He's not. He's played a couple of preseason games mm. and maybe a handful of EFL Cup games. He's not really done anything. And whenever I've watched him play, he always seems like a good, tricky player. But for some reason, he never gets given. You know, a five. No, well, he's got to be one of the other things. We've either got to sign him and give him a, a, a some starts, or we've got to let him go and then just. Well, where do you just play him? Where do you, where do you play him? Well, that's it. Where do you play him now? Where do you play him if Pogba yeah. and Bruno stay together yeah. in that midfield? You know, so, we need a central defensive move, midfielder. Moving things on, so Luke, I'm going to have to get off in a second or two. Uh, um, what have we got after Norwich uses our next um, next game? <laughs> we've got. I believe it might be Bournemouth. Let me just because we've check. got some on paper, some fairly easy fixtures. Haven't they? Our last half yeah, dozen fixtures me, so they're all read, winnable. Let me read these out for you. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, they should love you up here now. It's all right. See how well prepared we are with yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the social the social distance podcast. <laughs> so we've got Norwich this weekend. Uh, yeah. Tuesday we're playing Brighton away, right. and then we've got on the Saturday we've got Bournemouth at home. Then the week after we've got Villa away, and then we have Southampton at home. Then we've got Crystal Palace away. Then we have West Ham at home, and then our final game of the season is Leicester uh, away. 
But you have to think to yourself, you know, Leicester... You we know, should be winning all those games. Uh, well, Leicester's going to be the Leicester, most difficult one. But. They're the difficult one. They're the ones we're hoping. Cause, mm. I mean, with Chelsea winning the other day, Chelsea are now, I think, mm. seven points clear of us in there. Also shows, I think, City's bubbles burst a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, they... Leicester... I feel like Leicester will be the best chance we have of making that top four. Well, I watched a little they, bit of the... They've got to play. watched a little bit of the Chelsea and City game last night. And, uh, yeah. Y- 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 there was a spell of about... I don't know, 10, 15 minutes where Chelsea just never touched the ball. Uh, City had it, they were passing it backwards and forwards. All the stuff that we had for year after year after year with um, Barcelona and with Spain, and it was all this tippy-tappy stuff, and everyone got fed up with it until they suddenly got, um, you know, a couple of players uh, for the national team and Messi uh, for Barcelona. And you have to have those... You have to have those top quality finishers if you if you have that that kind of play. If you don't do, you can pass it round all day long. And as shown last night, Chelsea can uh, you know one attack and and they, and they destroyed you. So I mean, we're going to have to get off in a second. Um, yeah. We'll hopefully so we'll be there. We'll be there for next week's game. So ne- yeah. next week, obviously, Brighton on Tuesday. So we'll, we'll, try, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully do something after the uh, uh, um, the FA Cup game at the weekend and that as well, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, try and keep it going. As I say, we want to try and get one or two other people involved. Um, it's just trying to get our times together, get ourselves sorted. I know you've got a lot of work yeah. you're doing and trying to get the website and stuff going on Twitter uh, now. Have we got about 1,100 people on your Twitter now, I think? We've finally hit 1,000 people yeah. on Twitter. The VV United. Yeah. So as I said, it's a it's an ongoing thing. This this is you know the, the podcast. It will get better. The better we get them. And as mm-hmm. I said, it's it's a new thing for us. And it's more just about you know just United fans chatting with each other. You know, mm-hmm. I think it also Liverpool fans. Although we can't laugh at Liverpool fans right now. So yeah, yeah. probably best to leave it from there. And uh, we'll be right. ready for our next and our next podcast. Next let's week. hope everyone has a good weekend with the football. Uh, and a good end to the season so I'm going to say goodbye to Greg now and uh, it's bye from me Phil Um, and if you've listened thank you very much if you want to uh, uh, follow Greg and and myself on the uh, Twitter account then please follow us on there Um, have a look for the website um, what is it, Greg? Viva United. So which is slowly getting there once okay. I get support time to finish it off. And the Twitter handle is twitter.co.uk. Yeah. Twitter.com. And we're trying to get the podcasts up available on a number of different platforms, which we've managed yeah. to do now. So, yeah, that it's going to be slow, well. but let's get going. Yeah. All right. Well, cheers for that. All right. Okay. Then see you then, Greg. All the best. Cheers. Have a good day. And same cheers. to everybody else for listening. Thanks very much. Okay. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.